scout is never taken by surprise. He knows exactly what to do when anything unexpected happens. Robert baden Powell. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get time. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. It's time to go back to Wesloth with Leaders and Legacies. With me today for this session is Chris, Seth, George, Rachel, and Justin. Thank you for joining us for Leaders and Legacies. Welcome to a very special episode of Leaders and Legacies. We'll be uh, exploring a little bit of the backstory of some characters. Story tonight finds us walking along a road. And, you know, Thandor seems to be walking and talking with another figure. Thandor, tell us a little bit about uh, you know who you're with, where you're headed, and what uh, you're hoping to accomplish out there. Enlene and I are walking to a small town during pilgrimage. Enlene is a human druid from... Misty Woods Circle. The Misty Woods Circle is a group of druids and clerics who live in the Blue Mountain Clan who worship Mother Thord. And we are on a pilgrimage looking for converts and helping out as we go along. This is our third month that we've been walking. Third of six. Okay, yeah, so you guys are walking along the road. How, how, how long have you been out and about uh, exploring on kind of your missionary work? Halfway through helping the, the creatures and the people of this land. Getting towards the end of the day, you know you're almost to the village of Strand where you're uh, going to be uh, staying at the temple there in town that uh, is dedicated and was put there by your order. Once you arrive, you know you'll be able to kind of set up, check in with the villagers probably the next day. Yeah, they know that missionaries come and go from the village all the time. So they're, yeah, it's not going to be surprising when you show up. You, know, you don't necessarily show up on a schedule, but as needs and uh, the availability come, you know, they, they get visited by folks from your order. How has the trip been going so far? What, uh, you know, what have you had any interesting encounters or has it been pretty uneventful? Pretty uneventful. I feel like a mailman sometimes just carrying a lot of milk back and forth from town to town, from the circle to their families and some of these small towns we go to. Talk to many people, many people love the word, but I think they're just really there for, really there to get their mail and hear news that's happening out in the mountains. So yeah, you probably have a decent amount of baggage, including you know, this uh, extra stuff that people give you to convey for them town to town as you travel. Early on, when, when we left the mountains, we were given a horse to carry many of the goods that we were going to transport back and forth. It was supposed to be helpful, but this was, yeah, they say stubborn or mule, but this horse fit that bill. Um, I spent more time trying to drag the horse to going forward than it was worth, so we just took our stuff, put it in my backpack, in my haversacks, and just let the horse go off into the wild. 
I'd rather walk with all this stuff than have to deal with that horse anymore. Uh, roll me a perception as you're kind of walking down the road approaching Strand. 18. 18. One of the things that's been interesting about your journey is, yeah, you don't usually encounter a lot of people out here, but as you've been kind of working your way down this road towards Strand, it's been a bit quieter than you, you would normally expect it to be. You haven't passed anybody going the opposite direction. Some Sometimes you'll encounter people coming to the edge of their farm as, as they're working, but you, you really haven't encountered anybody all day. Yeah, that seems a little bit... Uh, out of the ordinary to you. I've commented about this to Eileen, you know, and, and she you know, has probably told you back that uh, it concerns her a little bit that you haven't encountered any friendly faces that you already know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Do you think a storm's a brewing? Well, it just, you know, could be some hubbub in town or uh, it could be uh, wolves or something keeping people a little bit closer to their homes. I guess we'll have to ask when we get there. We will have to keep our eyes open. So you both continue down the road a little bit further. With the uh, 18 that you rolled just a minute ago, one of the things that you start to look around a little bit more and, you know, you notice that uh, you see some birds pop out of some trees off to your right. A little bit after that, moving quickly out of the trees, uh, looking back over his shoulder, you see this uh, you know, halfling wizard who uh, appears to be trying to get away from something. He hasn't noticed you yet. He's what scared the birds and running basically in your, in your general direction, not specifically towards you, though. Hail halfling. I am Thandor. Uh, help. I'm going to need some help here. Yeah, they're coming. What help do you require? Um, well, yeah, there's kobolds chasing me. I w- was out looking for some uh, my uh, spell components, and one of the things I needed was mushroom that grows in a cave not too far from here. And, well, apparently there's kobolds living in there, and they, they didn't like me disturbing their hideout. You went into their home to get this mushroom? I didn't know it was their home. It was a hole in, in a hill. What if you returned it to them? Well, I didn't take it. They just they they surprised me. I surprised them, and yeah, you know, they've been chasing me since. Maybe we can talk with them, but prepare. Kobolds are a dangerous breed. So just as that happens, you see a, a stone from a slingshot come flying out of the trees and hits him in the head. He's like, ah, man! If you follow the trajectory of the stone back, you kind of see you know these eyes sticking out from trees, you know, just past the edge of the road. So Thandor will walk over and hail Kobold, I mean you no harm. And you hear the bushes kind of scurry um, as if you know, somebody's repositioning themselves. You get no response. My name is Thandor. I come as a friend. You see a rock go flying off to your right if thrown from a sling. Give us the wizard! Is, is what you hear shouted from that same general direction. Did the wizard take something from you? No, but he broke into our home and he must stand for our laws! That is something that... I would agree with. Can we come to a compromise? What, what do you have in mind? And you hear the, these kobolds, sounds like several of them moving around in the trees, kind of repositioning themselves so as to not uh, you know, give away their numbers or their uh, locations by switching them up. I have a nice shiny whistle I can give you. You got a what? A whistle. And I will take out a signal whistle and blow on it. Yeah, that's nice, but yeah, what what am I going to do with a whistle? Does anyone else in your clan have a whistle? No one does. You would be the first, and you can call each other using this whistle. Yeah, you hear more movement, and you, know, you hear not entirely hushed whispers, but those loud whispers. It sounds to be a different language than you're used to hearing. So we get to keep the whistle if you get the wizard? That'll work. How far away are they from me? 
Um, yeah, I guess roll perception to see, see if you kind of have got a bead on them because they've been kind of moving around back and forth. Nine. You would think with a nine that you would have to kind of take a random guess because they seem to be moving quite a, quite a bit and fast. Are the trees within 20 yard or 20 feet? Um, some of them, yeah. There's a lot of kind of underbrush here as well. Like a, almost a thicket. I will actually try to cast Calm Emotions. Yes, it is a Christmas saving for 14 is the save. Okay, so two of them make it and are unaffected, but one of them did get affected by it. Hey guys, maybe we should talk. Yes, there does not need to be any fighting today. I'm a child of Jord. Now our people uh, serve the, yeah, the, the, the Dragon King. I am aware. I have my weapons put away. Why don't one of you come out and let's make this deal happen? And we both go on our ways. One of them emerges, and then he kind of motions back to the others to kind of come up with him. They're similar height to you as well. They are definitely looking like they were perturbed before. The two of them are still a little bit wary. The uh, other one seems to have calmed a little bit. He's like, my, my name's Lambda, and this uh, here's my twin brother, Delta. And you know, the other one's, I'm Gary. Lambda, Delta, Gary, glad to meet you all. I am Jord. This is my friend Eileen. Uh, hi, Eileen. The nervous one says, you know, Gary nods quietly, and, you know, Delta is slingshot ready, you know, kind of distrustful, but uh, he seems to follow Lambda's uh, lead. As I promised you, here is the whistle, and I will hand the whistle to Lambda. He, you know, takes it and you know, looks it over, blows into it. 19, all right, so yeah, he blows a little bit of, you know, it almost sounds like a song for somebody who's unskilled. It's evocative of, you know, it's a tune you might get stuck in your head that you hum. That is a good whistle that we, that I and my clan use to signal one another when there is danger. Yeah, I can see that being important. And you, know, you see him kind of look back to his friends and throw them kind of uh, you know, knowing glances like, yeah, Gary's, yeah, good signal would be good. Yeah, that, yeah, you take wizard. I appreciate it, my friends. And let us go in peace. Can I give you a blessing of Jord before we leave? You see Lambda look at his, his two friends in there. Yeah. I don't think the Dragon King would look kindly upon that. Well, yeah, maybe it's just me. Well, go in peace, my friends. Uh, just keep the wizard out of our home. If he comes back into your home after this, he is yours. Uh, agreed. And they kind of fade back into the trees very quickly. The wizard, thank you for that. Yeah, I didn't know how I was going to deal with them, but uh, apparently shiny stuff is uh, a good technique. I'm uh, Alton Anders. Uh, what's, what's your name? My name is Thandor. This is my friend Eileen. My friends call me Tornado. Oh, that's a wonderful, a wonderful name. Uh, um, why do they call you Tornado? When I was young and I would get angry, I would just get really anxious and start spinning around. Alton, I suggest that you no longer go in Cobalt Caves in Tornado. Oh, cool. I just was born Alton and nobody ever gave me a nickname. Um, good to meet you both. I could have wandered a little further out you know, than I had intended. I think I'm closer to Strand than to my home back in uh, Feathers Farms, which points off to the south. 
and you know, roll perception real quick to see if you have heard that little bit of hesitation in his voice. Was that just him kind of trying to recover or... Yeah, so with a 19, you could kind of still tell he seems to be a little bit rattled. The uh, encounter with the cobalt is just trying to yeah, recover and catch him. Well met, Alton. We are headed to strand ourselves. You're more than welcome to join in with us. Is there a place for me to stay? We could, we could arrange for you to stay at the temple tonight. Oh, are you uh, priests of the temple? We are priests of Dord, yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm a bit further away from where I intended to be, and it is getting dark. Yes, well, where were you looking at going? What's that? Where do you look at going after Strand? Well, I was going to go back to Feathers Farms, and then, you know, probably head to one of the cities nearby, try to sell some of the, uh, the things I've collected. I understand. Collecting components can be a very dangerous job. Please join us on our track. Okay, yeah, I, I will. You know, so have you been traveling long? It looks like you have. We have. I am on my pilgrimage. We are halfway through our pilgrimage. What, uh, what is the goal of your pilgrimage? Find people to tell them the story of George and how she brings happiness to this world. I'd be interested in hearing about Jord. During the walk, I will give the whole story on Jord. It's getting on towards dusk. Fezzik, you are, you know, in your town. And, uh, you know, where do you live in town? Do you live in the center, the outskirts? Where, you know, where, where, where are you uh, located in town? Like, you know, I'm a busybody, right? So I'm not just sitting still doing nothing. Um, you know, I see myself out doing something um i'm thinking oh desk what would i be doing okay so i'm helping the neighbor mend the fence that their ox keeps getting through okay yeah i can see that being important so you know um roll perception while you're you know working on this fence you know as, as dusk approaches almost roll persuasion <laughs> 12 Okay, yeah, with a 12, you know, you do notice that it, you know, it sounds like people talking as they approach the village, kind of sweeping, not a huge hill, but, you know, you do come down a little bit of a hill into town, um, so you hear their voices kind of echoing, you know, because it's a fairly quiet night. I mean, you do hear some neighbors preparing dinner and calling their kids in, that kind of thing, but it's definitely these three strangers are a little bit out of place. So I, I kind of pop up because I was down just kind of roping the fence to jury rig it and I kind of pop up and I look down the road to see if I can see what it is that I'm hearing. You can see a human with uh, two halflings here or no actually are you a gnome Thandor? You're a dwarf that's right okay that's right all right so yeah you saw these three figures coming down the hill it's a human with you know a dwarf and a, a halfling you know, I guess, you know, uh, roll, roll me a real quick history check. 13. So, yeah, with a 13, yeah, you've probably heard from other people in town that there's been a wizard kind of wandering the hills, collecting components for various spells, and that he's been, you know, in the area for a couple days now. So that, you know, the halfling seems to uh, fit that description. Um, I turned to my neighbor. I said, hey, are we done here? Are we good? You think it's going to hold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll hold the season. Yeah, we'll check it again before the, the winter comes, but the, this definitely will get us through the summer and then the fall. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I'm going to head back down the road there. Okay, yeah, thank you so much for the help. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you see him turn and head in. Family was waiting dinner on him. You knew you had an invite in and you could pop in, but it sounded like you wanted to leave, so he just let you go. Right, so I'm going to kind of head down and just kind of 
not necessarily like go up and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, but just be like, hmm. maybe like walk by like nonchalantly and be like, what are these guys up to? What are they doing here? Look at, look, I'm a little defensive of my town. Uh, understandably so. So Thandar, yeah, we see this, uh, you know, uh, a gnome approach you, say, hey. Hello, kind fellow gnome. I am Thandor. Hi, Thandor. We are headed to the Temple of Jord tonight. Oh, all right. Well, it's right up that way, in case you need to know. And if you need which way, that way. So, you know, roll real, a real quick um, history check, as a see if you've met Eileen before. Yeah, probably not with a six. No. Yeah. So all, all three of them are strangers, but you know the the uh, wizard does seem to meet the description of that you heard from other people around town. Okay. Yeah, that way up the road there, and then to the right, and then not too far from that, you'll find um, like a little a little place you can get some food. Oh, that is very kind of you. I think we will eat with the temple tonight. Okay. Well, you guys, you guys take it easy. All right. If you have mail, make sure it's dropped off at the temple before tomorrow morning so I can deliver it. No problem. So Alton has been quiet this whole time. I guess uh, if you want, you can roll kind of uh, insight as to why you think he might have been quiet. Are you talking to me? Uh, Both of you. 17 for me. Nope, seven. Landor, you think that he's kind of being quiet, like he's kind of just trying to take it all in and make sense of it. He seems to be kind of paying close attention, you know, looking up and down the streets. You know, not necessarily giving anything too much attention, but just trying to get a feel for for the village. What worries you, my friend? You're awfully quiet. Well, I'm not worried, just there's a new place and I'm just always kind of uh, trying to figure out new places. I'm a little bit far from my half halfling brethren. This seems like a very nice village. This is a nice village from all that I have read and studied on. They are very kind folk here. He kind of uh, looks to you, Fezzik, and he's like, uh, I am Alton Ander. Uh, I'm a traveling wizard. Do uh, you happen to have any folks in town who uh, sell spell components, that kind of thing? I'd be uh, interested in possibly trading with them, uh, trying to find some things that I don't have that I need and that uh, you know, I might have things that they need. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if you want, you can you, you can roll a history check to see if you do know anybody in town that uh, is a practitioner of magic. 11. So, yeah, with an 11, you know pretty much the only people that come into town that have magical powers tend to be the druids and uh, priests that travel through. So um, while people do you know, grow lots of different things, then nobody particularly here in town is collecting spell components for that sake. Um, but you do know that occasionally they do sell things to uh, traders that go past. There's a family kind of on the south side of town. They're woodworkers, and one of the things that they do is they work some of the, the heavier wood, like cedars and things like that, into spell focuses. Okay, so, um, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, mostly it's just druids and stuff that come through here. Um, I'm not really part of that stuff. So they, if, if you go like back up to the temple, they should be able to tell you where you can find the people that might might have some of that kind of stuff. You know, nobody really does what you do, I guess. It's it's just more, uh, it's different. It's not like what you do. Yeah, where do they live? Yeah, just in case I want to find them tomorrow? Well, I'm, I'm sure if you ask the temple, they can tell you where those people live. I'm not really very religious, so... I don't really talk with them a whole lot. 
Okay. Well, I appreciate the uh, the tip. That's very helpful. Would you like to come to dinner with us tonight? I'll pass. Thank you, though. You, know, you see Eileen and you know, Andrew nod in acknowledgement that, yeah, you seem to want to get on your way there. Everyone's been on the road all day, so they probably want to head, head off and, uh, you know, get settled as well. You know, get a little dinner. What I'm actually going to do, though, is, like, turn down a corner and then watch and follow them and make sure they actually go to the temple. I don't trust them. They're weird. It's very rare that strangers do come through town. And, uh, you know, if you've not encountered, you know, Eileen before, then she would be a stranger to you as well. And these two new faces wouldn't even be people's town who knew their names. Thandor, you head towards the temple. You see it just a little bit down the you know, the street, currently occupied. What you know, What's the procedure when you show up in a town and there's a temple? I knock on the door and go in. Would it be normal to find it empty? There may be one or two people in there. Maybe the caretaker and a practitioner. You actually do find you know, the caretaker seems to be uh, you know, putting out some, some candles in some of the areas in case anyone wanted to come in. There does seem to be a practitioner that uh, is kind of going through the nightly rituals. How would you approach if you saw someone starting their nightly rituals? I would be silent as I would pass them. You're going to go past them kind of into the back area of the temple and enter the living quarters area? Yes. You find the room where the missionaries would you know, be able to uh, travel to and you know set up shop and lay your gear out. You know, the caretaker pops his uh, head in and, welcome, greetings. I'm, I'm Hamish, you know, and you are? I am Thandor. Oh, welcome, Thandor. And fr- I see you brought uh, Aline with you. Welcome, welcome. You know, um, your re- return was expected. We got news that uh, you were coming uh, a few weeks back. And we appreciate uh, you uh, coming out to uh, visit with us out here in, in, in Strand. Um, yeah, how was your journey? It was pretty uneventful. I am, you know, willing to, you know, we are here for a few more days. Um, so whatever help you may need around the temple, I'm here to help. Oh, well, excellent, excellent. Uh, I was only told there would be uh, two of you. I, I've only prepared two beds. This is uh, someone we found out along the road who needed some of our assistance, and we saved him from some cobalts. Alton signals, you know, hello, and uh, whispers, thanks, D- don't want to be a bother. He will be on his way in the morning, but we are here. I invited him to break bread with us tonight and offered him a place to sleep. Of course, a guest of any of our, our, our traveling missionaries is a, is a guest of ours. Uh, we, uh, we'll have stew you know, in the uh, main dining area, probably be ready in about 10 minutes or so if you uh, wanted to get settled. Alton can use the, uh, the, the guest visiting quarters. Any points kind of down the hall to where you know the always held in reserve is. You, of course, know where your you know, bunks are going to be. And Eileen goes into her room. Alton just, he doesn't have anything other than the bag that he had for collecting some of the components that he was collecting you know, with him. So, you know, he's undersupplied for saying he just sit down at his feet you know, outside the door. Do you have a place we can wash up, Hamish? Of course, of course. I'll put pictures out. Uh, if you just go through to the kitchen, you can wash up in there. Thank you, and I would love to do my devotions this evening before dinner. Alton asks, how long is that going to be? About an hour. Well, if you don't mind, maybe I'll take a walk around. Uh, Hamish, you don't happen to know of uh, any anyone who sells magic components and might be willing to trade, do you, Hamish? And Hamish just looks at him and he's like, yeah, we're, we're simple druids and uh, priests here. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, we uh, gather our own. But there is a family down the road. But uh, yeah, wait tomorrow. He's 
Alton says, okay, uh, I'll just, uh, you know, I'm going to take a quick walk just to get a, a feel for the area. And, you know, he kind of, you know, quietly steps back out front, leaving his, uh, you know, bag behind. And uh, I guess, Thandor, you're going to go do your devotions. Uh, give us a little sense of what that's like inside one of your temples. Oh, that'll be, that'll just be pray, quiet praying. So, yeah, you're able to do that. Eileen or Eileen joins you. Fezzik, you uh, see them go inside. A few minutes later, um, Alton steps back out. I assume you're going to follow him? Yes. So, yeah, he walks back out to Main Street, seems to look around. Uh, roll stealth to see if you're able to avoid him detecting you. Fifteen. He seems to be uh, somewhat engrossed in trying to get a lay for the land. After a moment or so, he walks down the Main Street a little bit more and then turns on the street that you know that the family you know, that makes those cedar carvings lives on. And he almost seems to be purposefully walking, not as somebody who's completely stranger to the layout of the town, which you do know that he is a stranger in town because he lived here for a bit. And it's, it's getting kind of dark, right? It is, yep. And there's actually a little bit of a chill in the air as well. All right, I'm going to continue to discreetly follow him because it's not... For us, it's not normal to go, like, to buy things. You know, it's dinner time, and then after that, it's, like, businesses are shut down. So I'm like, why is he trying to go buy something now? Why can't he wait till morning? So, yeah, you follow him. He eventually ends up in front of the house where these carvings are made. You can see him see that there's people still inside making dinner, getting their evening underway. Somebody in the back yells for somebody to come in. The dinner's ready. He looks both ways, and I guess uh, roll another stealth just to see if he, you know, roll perception to see if he spots you following him. Seven. So he seems to hesitate where he is, see him, you know, hold his finger up as if something's occurred to him, and he turns and starts walking back your direction. What are you going to do? I, I want to stay stealthy. I want to duck back into the shadows. Okay, yeah. Yeah, see if you can stealthily do that. Roll another stealth check. 13. He walks straight past you, and you, know, you see him kind of purposely turn back the way he came and walk straight back towards the temple, and you see him kind of go directly in. Thandor, if you're doing your prayers, you probably hear the door open and close with him re-entering, and you, you kind of, uh, out of your peripheral vision, can see him move back into the, uh, you know, the living quarters area, and he proceeds to, you know, kind of set his bag in his room and uh, wait for you all to finish. All right. As we finish, I will go collect him and go to where we are, where the dining area is. So, yeah, when you reach the dining area, both Hamish and uh, Aline have uh, set out bowls for everyone. Um, the practitioner actually, um, you know, turns out to be a woman named Tamara. And uh, she says, you know, well, you know, welcome, Brother Thandor. You, you, you are most welcome here in our house and as well your friend Alton, is it? And, uh, you know, of course, Alton says yes, thank, thanks her for the accommodation. And you know, she's like, please, Thandor, would you say a few words of blessing for us for this meal? I will keep it short. Thank you for all that you provide, Mother Jord. Thank you for this meal. Thank you for friends met along the way. Please keep us safe to preach another day. And uh, yeah, as you finish that, you know, roll a real quick perception to see if you noticed anything that uh, Alton was doing during all that. A 10. A 10. To, to your knowledge, he prayed just like everyone else. The dinner kind of somewhat goes uneventfully. You and Aline have been on the road all day, so you're pretty tired. 
Alton feigns as if he's pretty tired um, as well. I guess roll perception to see if you believe he's tired as well. Nine. He's as likely to be as tired as you are, so it doesn't seem odd to you that he'd want to go to bed. Um, what's your bedtime routine when you're staying actually in the temple? He will approach Hamish to see if any other chores need to be done at night. Um, if no chores are needed, he will do a quick prayer with Eileen in the temple and then probably head to bed. Yep, and Tamara actually joins you as well for the prayers, but yeah, Hamish runs a pretty tight ship. He, he's already even cleared the dishes yeah, by the time you get around to asking him. I'm going to head off because it'll be an early day for him as well. So I will hit I will hit the bunk then. Fezzik, are you going to continue to watch the uh, you know, the temple while they're doing dinner, or are you going to head home? So I'm actually going to go over to the tavern. You know, I said it was just right around by the, by the temple. So I'm just going to go and grab myself a meal there and maybe situate myself where I can kind of see the temple. Okay. Because I am getting hungry. I worked hard in the fields. I'm hungry. You're frequent there. So what's what's the favorite dish that you will order? Um, I, I like the, the roasted vegetables. But it's normal. You know, it's pretty standard fare. It's a small town, so it's pretty standard stuff. You know, when the traders come through, we might get some extra flavorful things. But outside of that, it's... Eh. It's food. It, it's better than my cooking all, all the normal vegetables and things yeah so where are you going to eat it are you going to eat it inside in the tavern and kind of have a meal of it there are you going to go back outside I'm, i'll have it inside there's two windows so i'm just gonna you know get a seat that's facing out the window and you know try to put my put my back to people so that they realize i'm not really in the mood to talk People know you fairly well, so that they, they know if you've got your back to them and that you, you know, want some privacy. They also know that if you were to kind of be in the mood, you would you know, absolutely be engaging them because it's fairly well liked around town because you're the neighbor that helps all the other neighbors. I guess so you're watching out the window, I guess, roll uh, perception. 15. After about an hour where you've had a chance to sit and listen to some of the conversations, you see a figure slip out of the temple it seems like yeah, you know, probably from the place that you know the, the, the figure slipped. They're slipping out a window. And now it's time once again for your dungeon master moment with our very own dungeon master, the Scouter DM. Dave. Today's dungeon master moment is actually just a moment to shout out to a few friends. I know Seth is out there taking wood bat, and he's accompanied by a few others of our friends. So good luck, Seth. We hope you're having fun. We'll love to hear about what your critter was. But in general, for folks at home, one of the things that you may not know is that any given moment, scouting is going on around you. So look for scouts wherever you are. And we'll see you next time on Leaders and Legacies. Are you a fan of Leaders and Legacies? Are you sitting in your kitchen going, hmm, if only I had a Gateway of the Gods mug I could drink from? Or maybe even a t-shirt that I could spill that coffee on and have to clean and take off and put on my Leaders and Legacies hoodie? I'd really like all this stuff to feature the Gateway of the Gods artwork. Well, now you have the opportunity to get everything from a one-shot t-shirt to a onesie for your baby with the amazing art of the Gateway of the Gods on it. 
Just head over to our Tee Public store and check out all of the various options we've got. That's tpublic.com slash leaders and legacies. We know you're out there looking to support us, so there's many different ways in which you can support us. One of the ways is with dollars. If you join our Patreon, you actually get our early access to episodes, as well as cool merch that's available nowhere else, and many, many other things. So go over to patreon.com slash leadersandlegacies to find out more about that. Um, You can also help us in ways that don't involve money. You know, writing a review, making sure that you download episodes each week on your favorite podcatcher, or just by introducing us to someone else who hasn't listened before and making them a regular listener. Now all the legal bits. We are not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast, although we do recommend that your life will be better with them in it, so please support and participate with them. All of our music is licensed from Soundstripe.com. Additional images are licensed from Shutterstock.com. Our logo was created by Catherine Evans. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy. And make sure that you subscribe to our blog at LeadersandLegacies.com. And never forget to remember, people want to jazz it up, give them some, like, some sort of spice or like a barbecue sauce, and that's usually good to go.